Party people in the house, welcome back to Perpetually Petty. I am your girl, Petty P. Hey, hey, Petty people, it's your girl, Queen E. Welcome to episode two. Whoop, whoop. Is it really episode two? It is. Okay. We out here. Let's do 2020 this. 2020 in a pandemic. So you, you just said petty people, or did you say petty party? I think I just said petty people. Okay. So, I know we were in discussion about what we were going to call the following. Yes. we. I mean, we need everybody to come join our petty party. So, maybe that's something that we should post on our IG page. That's a great idea. Okay, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. So, are we going to give them what we've been thinking of? Or do you just want to allow them to suggest what a name should be. I mean, I think we should do both. I think we should get the people's feedback. Okay. I also think that we should give them some of the thoughts that we've had in terms of what we want to call everybody. Okay. So it's going to be a joint effort. Let's do a that. A collabo, if are, you will. Are we giving them that insight right now or are we just going to do it when we post? We're going to do it when we post. We're going to save a little something. Okay, let's save it for the for the people in, in the IGs. We'll do that. So, um, we will be talking about or asking for your opinion on the name of our following, like Rihanna has the Navy and Beyonce has the Beehive. We are going to come up with something or have y'all help us come up with something for our following. So you can make sure you follow us on IG, on Instagram. We are at Perpetually Petty LLC. Okay. Mm -hmm. Make sure you it. check that out. Listen, you got to let the people know where they can find you. How about it, man? Hello, hello. Since we're talking about finding, let's find. How did you find your way? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know we got songs for days. For days. I want us <laughs> to find the contents of this cup. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, bring it up. Yes. Tink, okay. tink, tink again. Tink. Yes. Yeah. Make sure y'all grab your drinks. Grab your drinks. We're going to have our first drink. You ready? A, yes. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. <sighs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's do now that. Now we can really get the party started. We can get this motherfucking party started. Peach passion on deck. I was going to tell. I was going to tell our folks that the drinks tonight are once again, once again, <laughs> brought to you from the Juice Jar Bar. Yes. And we are sipping on what tonight, Queen E? The Peach Passion, my dear. The Peach Passion. Yes. And this one is of dark um, complexion. We're going to call it complexion. Yes. Um, this is of dark complexion for all of you who likes to drink that dark and take it there. So it definitely gets the party a started. <laughs> <laughs> so first up, we got our mic check. Two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic Sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? I'm ready. You Are ready? you ready? Are you ready? ready? <laughs> so let's get right into it. Um, last episode, we talked about this bullshit ass versus that was out there. That never um, happened. Oh, okay. And I'm that's sorry. what we're giving them an update. Okay. Okay. So last, last week, yes. Last Saturday, we were supposed to experience Keisha Cole and Ashanti, which no one asked for no one requested except Keisha Cole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I mean, we're, just, we're stating the facts at this point. And so, so y'all put the negative mojo out in the air and the shit never happened. Oh, no, you <laughs> will not put 
put that on us. Ashanti put that negative ass mojo out in the air when she hugged her cousin who had the COVID. <laughs> what did they have? The COVID. The COVID. <laughs> so, the verses last week did not happen. As you know, Ashanti took the social media stating that she had contracted and tested positive from COVID. The I day mean, of. for COVID. The day of. And so, I have several questions. Please here. ask away. Did she find out like hours or maybe a few hours prior to the event? Was she not in the same city with Keisha Cole? Like, how did that work out, sis? Sis, I'm gonna tell you something. You know, because I'm I'm a, a an observer. Oh, right? yeah. I am. I pay attention. Bring that French. So back. you know, we like the French. So I'm an observer, and I am going to say that Ashanti was not in the locale where the verses were going to be held. Okay. Because she made mention to the fact that she couldn't get on an airplane because she didn't want to expose people, which I understand. Thank you, Ashanti. But she waited until the 11th hour. <laughs> My girl Keisha Cole had her lip liner on. She had her high pony ready. She probably had a fish dinner on the side waiting. Oh, she gosh. had all those things. And then here come Ashanti looking pale-faced on this IG Live, <laughs> talking about, y'all, I can't believe I tested positive for COVID. You know, I know I just went to Africa, but I didn't get it from there. It was my cousin who had it, and I'm feeling okay. <clears throat> and then she proceeds to start hacking and coughing. I'm like, sis, you had no intentions of going. Why, why aren't you there yet? Sis, so she offered an alternative. She said she would run the joint from my house like we first started out. Because she wasn't scared. She wasn't scared. Let's do it. It's not about the competition. Nobody wants the Teddy Riley. <laughs> <laughs> and you... And between Keisha and Ashanti, I'm pretty certain it would have been some Teddy Teddy Riley vibes. I'm pretty sure it would. But my thing with that is her her alternative um, option was doing it from her house. You still need people to you need a crew that you would again expose. You would expose those people to the COVID. Mm -hmm. So Ashanti. Mm How were we doing this again? Because Foolish you needed a <laughs> baby, 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 baby. No. Mm-mm. So yeah, y'all, that did not happen. There's not much to say about it. We ain't wanted in the first place. But we um, were gonna get a good key key out. Of, of course. We're gonna watch it for entertainment purposes so that we could bring something back to you here on this petty party. So be on the lookout for the rescheduled date, which is I believe it's January the ninth, but don't quote me on that because I really don't care. So I wasn't <laughs> listening. So I, I I I believe if I remember what my ears heard, I believe it's January the ninth. Okay, so I I know we can check that with some sources. Um, we're not going to shout out those sources, but everybody can get on IG, go to a specific page, and and pick up that date, and we can go from there. If you care, if you care, if you don't, it's fine. Queen A. <laughs> Petty P, yes. <laughs> in I'm other in other music news, mm-hmm. okay. So, we have been speaking a lot about the, I'm going to just say it. For me, there's no originality in music anymore. Okay, that's right. Okay, so in this mic check, we wanted to talk about how everything is a sample. Everything. Everything is a remake. And they are going to a particular era in music, which is the 90s. And I'm I'm so grateful that we're using that because then that helps me tune in. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But the artistry is not good. So yes, you have the beat, you have the production, but then you're not bringing me anything else. How do you feel about what's going on in music that everything is a remake and a sample? So I have a uh, love-hate relationship with it, if you will. I feel like for some people, when they do it, they really get it right. They pay homage to the song. The sample is great. It makes sense. It fits. And you know, it, it, it's a good product. Okay. Uh, I, e, I don't know if, um, people have been rocking with her, the song damage. Yeah. So that has a sample. Oh. Um, it's called make love in the rain. That's the original song. And I can't think of the, the man's name, but it features, uh, Janet Jackson, but of course, Miss Jackson, and, if, you're uh, if you're nasty, uh, and some woman named Lisa Keith. Um, yes. And so I really like that. Okay. I like, I like where she was going. That was a great that. vibe. But I feel like other people don't get it right, and then it just ruins the music. There are many people that do not get it right, and I'm I'm totally sick of it, to be honest with you. <laughs> you sick I, of it? I am sick of the shit. <laughs> there is, damn it, and I meant to look it up. I cannot think of this guy's name, it, but if someone who cares um, and listens to the, the young people's music, as I call it, there's this rapper who did a remake of Michael Jackson something, and in his lyrics, there's a got 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 he He's got making that, the same. He's making trying the to same. Get I, it, the MJ sound, oh, and, and he doesn't you, have it. It sends me. It definitely sends me. I don't know where I go. Pretty sure it's out of my socks. It or sends something. you somewhere. It sends me somewhere, but that you it don't really, want to be. I want him to stop. You know what? I know the exact song of what you're speaking, and I can't remember. I truly think I tuned it out. You had I to. suppressed it so far. Because it made your ears bleed. <laughs> because, because I didn't care for it. It was so terrible. So I think that's where I am. I feel like, you know, there are some people who really shine. And I get it. You know, in this day and age, you know, you want to do something that sets you apart. And realistically, a lot of the good music is from times past and so you're utilizing those to sort of get your start and use those to push you forward or propel your um you know your career forward which i can understand but i agree with you that there does need to be some originality yeah because that's like a cheat code you know back in the day they normally people wanted to come out as individuals they didn't want a lot of features they didn't want to use this they didn't want to do Mm -hmm. that and then when Mm -hmm. they became of a certain success then they would hop on someone else's beat or do something, collab with somebody that, you know, pretty much had notoriety already. Notoriety already. Um, and I speak of, um, what's the chick's name? Saweetie. So, no, I'm sorry. Saweetie. Not Sweetie. Saweetie. Uh-huh. They've been getting on her. She has been the brunt of all the jokes in the last month or two. Because, you know, she comes out, talk about how college educated she is. She's doing all these big things. She, mm-hmm. you know, she researched music, blah, blah, blah. But nothing of hers, and I mean absolutely nothing of hers up to this point, has been solely hers. Oh, wow. So you out here, you making these coins. Coins, coins. Saying that you, you know, the big shit in music or up and coming artists in music and it's not yours. I can do that shit right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then you think about it. They have to pay for these samples, so somebody is clearly backing them. What Quavo is backing her. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I mean, not that you can't have your man's support, (laughs) but I mean, Quavo is backing her. Okay. 
um, yeah, I, I mean, again, I struggled. I, I hate that it's so overused. You know, I don't want to be bombarded with sample, 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 remake, remake, remake. But I do feel like there's some people that get it right. I mean, one of my absolute favorite Jasmine Sullivan songs, Let It Burn, yes. samples after sevens, ready or not. I'm yes. hating myself, y'all. Don't worry about it. Um, but I think that's dope. Like that sample works and it does justice to the original. So that works for me. But then, you know, you have the others that's just, I just. Yeah. Cause like the little dude that did the Michael Jackson. <laughs> we really need to I, I, I really need to figure out who he is. It, Cause you speak of Jasmine and at least Jasmine has the talent in her fucking pocket. Oh, yeah. The talent is there. This dude, I can talk over a beat right now and, uh, you know what I'm saying, become successful according to how they doing it. Mm-hmm. If that's the master plan, give it to me because I'm out here. Yeah, we both out here. I mean, I'm certain with the lack of talent that some of these artists have, we could definitely record an EP, LP. Let's let's put that on our to-do list. Mixtape coming soon. <laughs> Petty P and Queenie. <laughs> Petty P and Queen E. Wow. Petty AF. EP is going to be called Perpetually Petty. Yeah. We got this shit. I like that. Fuck it. Okay. Sign us up. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, did we also mention, this is just random, but the next verses that's supposed to be scheduled for this week is E40 and Too Short, which is clearly just for people that live in Oakwood. Oh, gosh. I feel like they're getting desperate, y'all. Somebody called Tim. Somebody called Swiss. Give them ideas, cause I I can't take another one of these. I'm I, I'm gonna call them. It is so many artists out here that we can. T- first, did anybody call Missy yet? They don't. I'm gonna tell you, they don't have anybody who can see Missy. Who's seeing Missy in terms of being a producer, a writer, and an artist? We're gonna have to pull somebody out. I mean, because I I can't take E40. Come on, sis. <laughs> Listen, oh, all tell I me got where is, to go. Tell me where to go. And That's see, all I you got. You at least came up to this millennium because all I got is sprinkle me. Oh, sprinkle me. Now I'm really dating myself there. You took that bad. Y'all okay, so we got two songs. Two songs. Big time, time. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two. Two for E40. Who do? What do we have for? Who you say two short? Two short. We can we can pull about three, four, two short songs. Okay, you you got them. Not right now, but okay. I'm just saying by the next <laughs> If you show. think really hard about it, you could probably. So who you picking, sis? No, I don't care. Oh, I don't... okay. I pick me, and okay. I'm not going to listen. So we're going to have to call our Kelly friends, <laughs> our West Coast friends. and, and... No, we're going to have to call anyone we know from Oakland, because that is who that That's is specific. That subset of the Californian population, that's what that's for. That's, that's only for them. That's it and that's all. Okay. Okay. Well, since we don't care. (laughs) uh, (laughs) This week in Tizub, on the Tizub. This face belongs on the (laughs) Tizub. Hello. How are y'all? What are y'all on? We are talking about the salt and (laughs) pepper. Here she go. Here she goes, y'all. Your word can't be no yet. Oh. Let's get the people the information first. Okay. Okay. So we are discussing the salt and pepper biopic that is set to be produced like it's on lifetime. Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which first mistake was. There we go. Okay. And that's where I was going. You 
Which what say you? What say me? What say you? Listen, first of all, lifetime is notorious <laughs> for fucking up no, a no, biopic. No. Okay, fucking it up. Fuck I, it that, up. That Aaliyah biopic that they did. That shit, baby. Was that tea was horrible. Rash. The girl couldn't sing or dance. Tea I mean, rash. she could barely breathe on her own on camera. Like I don't even know. I could have done it. And <laughs> so I'm saying that to say, if we start with Lifetime, it's already a problem. They could have put that joint on BET like they did for New Edition and Bobby Brown. That, that shit New was fall. Story was the it shit. was fall. You ain't got to tell me it was fall. It was fall. It was fall. And because Lifetime did Whitney Houston, right? Didn't they do Whitney Hutton? Yeah, they did Whitney Hutton with uh, uh, what's the next top model? Uh, Yaya DaCosta. And that was T. Rash. Yeah, I. I mean. It's the lifetime for me. Okay. I don't, I, I don't want it. I didn't ask for this. I, I don't I don't want it. I'm not saying I don't want to hear the salt and pepper story, uh-huh. but not from lifetime. So have we confirmed if they actually had a piece in writing the story? Are they some do they have some like type of contribution? Yes. To I'm, the show. I'm really not sure. I want to know if Spinderella was involved I, at all. Well, that's because we have to back up. If there's no salt and pepper, then of course there's no Spinderella because you know. She she just the ugly duckling they, of the damn group. They don't rock with her at all. Wasn't it a lawsuit, mm. if I'm not mistaken? Did she win? I'm not sure. Is the still in litigation? Is because, that where we are? Because they were on... Was that them on another show that Pepper was on or was that their show where they had the big falling out and she was trying to voice her concerns over the years of how they treated her and how she got the back end of all the deals, blah, blah, blah. Right. I remember that. I, I can't remember if that was like a documentary or reality type show about them. Because I do know that she mentioned some things on like growing up hip hop. That's what it was. It was, was that? Growing, yes. That was because it? remember okay. on growing up hip hop, it basically came out that she was an employee of theirs. Yes, so, because they they created their own company after a certain amount go. of time. There you go. And then they, in turn, hired, and I quote, Spinderella. Yeah, so it wasn't a three-man group. It was Which Salt and it Pepper. sounds like Spinderella was led to believe that it was. Correct. And she thought there was, there was some type of sisterhood there. You know, they were all equals. And Mm-mm. Shorty was getting the short end of every fucking stick. She ain't even get a stick. They dicked her really, really hard. Yeah, no lube even. And that's why Peppa's body is disfigured right now. Oh. That's a that's another That's a different That's a <laughs> that's my a bad. My bad. I, I I really do. So, cuz in if we come back to the original topic, New Edition and Bobby Brown were heavily involved with the BET biopic of theirs, of the New Edition story. Correct. And I believe that's why it was so successful and why it was so well done. That's my opinion. I agree. So I would like to know their involvement because definitely if there is none, it's a no for me. But I'm already out because you told me lifetime. And and here's the thing. It sounds like the story is, you know, full of drama that is interesting, you know, uh, a coming of age story. You know, I, I don't want to say rags to riches cause I hate that term, but you know, they neither one of them were particularly well off, you know, and yeah. so them becoming successful in the way that they did, 
in a time, you know, in hip hop when they did, it's mm-hmm. a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so I would love to hear that story, but I want it done well. So it's a, a super no for me. I, I it's it's just a no. So we don't I, give a fuck about this either. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to lie to you. Okay, so since this is... We we have pretty much been um, in unison when it comes to all of these things. Um, the verses, as you can see, and the tizzies. So this biopic, as a collective unit, is no. I might watch it just to see. Well, we have to, because we have to now follow up with the comments that we've made. And let the people know. And let the people know. Mm-hmm. So we have to watch it, once again, for Kiki Entertainment Purposes, but... We're not here for it. We didn't ask for it. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this. My expectations are very low. That's (laughs) that's where I am. If that ain't the pettiest shit I've ever heard. (laughs) Very low. I don't know. No expectations. None. Okay. Okay. Well, let's let's see. On to the next one. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Let's see how the people feel about our segment of Word Up. Word Up. Hey. Word Up. This is where we talk literary work, okay? We're talking books. We like the Aaron likes to sit in the library. Yes. All of that, all of that. Get your knowledge um, on. So this project is near and dear to both of our hearts. Yes. Come on here. I will allow you, allow. You're allowing yes, me. I appreciate to it. To introduce one of my faves. Yes. What's up in this segment? Yeah. So uh, today's segment of Word Up is dedicated to none other than the author S.W. Ratchray. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Um, if you don't know, that's my wifey. Um, check her out. She has written a book. It comes out January of 2021. So yes, I mean, we're less than a month away. Way. Uh Corinne finds her beats. Absolutely. Um, so you can follow her s.w.ratray uh on Instagram. Um it's a children's book. Yes, um, it is. So I'm really, really excited. So proud of her. Um and can we clap? Can we give it up yes. for the black women authors out here? Absolutely. Um, even in a pandemic, I think it's an amazing feat. I'm so uh, excited for her. Um, so congrats and shout out to you, wifey. Yes. So everybody make sure you order that for your children or just for you. Pretty brown skinned little black girl in the front of the book. So Corinne finds her beat by S dot W dot Rattray. Who's Corinne is a dancer, by the way. That's yes, why she's that's why she's finding that beat, baby. So yeah, we let's let's uh let's get a shot, shot to that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boom. Cheers. Cheers. You felt that? Right in the back? Okay, cool. Right there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I hope yes, y'all yeah. this is going to be annoying for you. Yeah, because we get to then. Um, throw that back. Throw hey. that back. Oh, oh, bitch, oh, throw oh, that back. Oh, hey. Okay, I just, I had a moment. Pass point pimping, baby. Since we're so sick of talking about the COVID and how it is eliminating or um, restricting travel at this point did you just drink all of your drink i didn't drink all of it i just had some oh my gosh well i need to y'all i was thirsty (laughs) thirsty on a peach (laughs) (laughs) i can't wear her y'all this shit ain't water this shit is strong it's good for you and and now she eating the fucking (laughs) alcoholic fruit (laughs) out of the goddamn cup it's got to be good for you y'all it's fruit in it hello okay 
So we're talking about the restrictions on travel. Oh, okay. And instead of, well, we're not going to talk about that this week, but since we have been talking about that, we figured that we would do a little lighter session when it came to passport pimping. And so today we're going to either pick out a travel spot that you feel is overrated. Yeah, I got one. Or <laughs> the eyes lit up. <laughs> or a place that is underrated. Okay. Do you want to start? You want me to start? I'm I'm gonna start with okay. the overrated. And I'll take a drink because your cup is empty. Oh, okay. okay. Can I get a refill? Oh. This is what I'm saying. So some of y'all might be mad, but Cabo to me <laughs> is completely overrated. Two oh, words to describe oh, it. Dry shit. and dry. <laughs> it was dry in terms of the people and it was dry in terms of the heat. It was so damn hot. It felt like the desert. It just didn't give me what I was expecting. Now, it was cool, you know, to be in the water, get in the little catamaran and, you know, see that, that one little spot that everybody goes to <laughs> when they're in Cabo. That's what all the pictures show when you go to Cabo. That was cute. But it was dry and dry. It was. I think we like had dinner with old fucking farts like every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Old wrinkled ass, 50, 60, 70 year olds, white. Um with all See, they like Cabo. salt and pepper chest hairs out. No. Yeah, we And I I'ma tell you, I feel like I was misled. So some of y'all might remember back in the day when they used to have the show, what was it called? On uh MTV. With the white kids that had a whole bunch of money for no reason. Um, Laguna Beach. Okay. Laguna Beach. There you go. And so I didn't really watch the show, but I just remember that's all they used to say. We're going to go to Cabo. We're going to go to Cabo. And I think in my mind, I yeah. felt like there must be something to it. People spending all this money to go. Yeah. Baby, dry and dry. Yeah. If you're going to pick a part of Mexico, don't pick Cabo. Mm-mm. I second that emotion. Yeah, it's a no for me. It's a no for you. I it's got one. No. I got one. That's a no. It's a hell no. It's a, <laughs> it's a no no. no. <laughs> but I, I definitely have one that is also overrated. Talk to me. What you say? And not overrated in the terms where you're going to go and you're not going to have a great fucking time. Because you will. Mm-hmm. You can party your, your ass off. But I'm so sick of everybody getting on the plane going to Miami. G- Ooh, is that all that you can afford? Going up, y'all. And I, I this all I want to know is because I, I, I don't want to speak for anyone's pockets. It's it's fucking expensive to go and do what you really want to do in Miami. It is. You got to look not expensive as as far as you know, it's gonna break your pocket, but if it's one, two, maybe four, y'all, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna have to put out a little bit of change to stay where the people stay. No, or I'm do a, what the people do. I'm, I'm going to tell you what's happening. It's not expensive for these folks because they're flying spirit, number one, risking their lives. <laughs> and then, I ain't going to fucking do it. And then they stand seven to a room. That's I what don't, I was I don't have it. So it's not expensive if, you know, luxury is not a thing for you. It's not. <laughs> but if, if you are accustomed to a certain experience, then yes, it can be quite pricey. But if I hear another person talking about going to Miami, I I'm I'm over. You're gonna it. lose your shit, and that's what I'm, I'm saying, y'all. It. Can y'all please it, the advice from Petty P and Queen E for passport pimping is 
venture out. Please uh, broaden do. your damn horizons. Please. Everything is not in fucking Florida. Everything is not. Y'all want to give y'all money to this goddamn state and they don't like us. I'm going to tell you that not. now. And I have some very good friends that live there and I want them to fucking move. Um, but I understand because of weather in certain parts of, of the United, of the states, that they don't want to be Mm-mm. up north with us. I get it. I, you have beautiful weather all year round. Okay. Do what you do. However, the first time, I ain't going to say the first time, but every time you get on the plane, please don't make it Miami. That, that's just like staying in Baltimore, if you ask me. Yeah. I, I mean, and again, it's not a judgment, but I truly want, especially our people, I want us to expand our horizons please. a little bit. Please, y'all. Get for over me. it. Yes, <laughs> please. please. I'm over it for you, so get over it. <laughs> All right. So no Miami. Not no Miami, but yeah. I mean. It's overrated. Yes. It's overrated. And okay. Cabo, two words, dry. Dry and dry. dry. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Um, No and no. Yeah, no and no. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Once again, on a positive note, we took y'all down. We're going to bring y'all back up. Bring it back. Baltimore love thing. Yeah. You trying to get pumped for what? The Baltimore love thing. <laughs> Is where we shout out. All should I Baltimore. say okay? All things Baltimore because I was going to say black businesses in Baltimore. Oh but, no, that's what it is. It's okay, not, all right. So we're we're doing black business in Baltimore black. for the most part. Black, black, <laughs> black, black. And and yeah. this one is near and dear to Come me. Come on here, and Come you know what? I'm now. gonna allow you. Thank you. To hold allow, the mic. Allow, yes, allow. Because you allow me. I'm allow you. Patty P's baby sister, only sister. Come but on Patty here. P's baby sister gives you that neat fucking beat. Okay. Faces by Sade Renee. Y'all better get into Let it. Let me say that one more time. Faces by Sade Renee. Absolutely. Y'all thought Corinne got her beat or found her beat? Faces by Sade Renee will give you that beat. She will beat you down in the uh, best way. When I tell you these eyebrows, hunty, where your face every day to do my eyebrows. Just, That's, just do your eyebrows. I mean, everything else is amazing, but on a daily, I would love her to do my eyebrows. She has an IG page, which is at Faces by Sade Renee. Mm-hmm. Follow um, her, support her. Please follow her, Repost support her. her. Book an appointment. Um, book your girl an appointment. Book your sister, your mother an appointment. And let me tell you something. Book your man an appointment if you need to be. Shit, I don't care. Uh, we don't give a fuck. Support my kids, yeah. okay? <laughs> give my sister <laughs> my a call kids. so we can support my kids. We need these coins. Um, I will say that she has been very busy. Um, she stays booked and busy. Stays booked, reason. busy, and unbothered. I'm just trying to figure out where niggas going in this pandemic. Like, she has been doing, yes, photo Which shoots, going to Zooms. birthday parties. Um, people are actually going out. I'm trying to figure out one of the most, uh, something I thought was insane that she has done makeup for. And she used to do makeup for the one lady every day for work. For work. <laughs> 
<laughs> Y'all, come to, that, now that lets you know how serious she my sister money, is. Whoever that lady is, she got she, she getting put, her makeup done for work. She's getting her makeup done for work. So if you ever need a makeup artist in the Baltimore area, not even the Baltimore, I'm sorry, in the DMV area, because we travel, she's mobile. Um, hit up at Faces by Sade Renee, um, to get that beat. Best beat down in your life. Hey, hey. Today's meat and potatoes. Come on here. The steak. Is in our For the Culture segment. And in this segment today, we are talking about something that is going to, I know it's going to boil. My pressure going up as we speak, I, I feel it. I saw your blood pressure. I, <laughs> you I saw, saw the pressure going that, that's up. That's why I was trying to slow it down. I was trying to slow down the intro No, don't tour. slow it down. Pump me up. In fact, y'all, I'm going to pour myself a bit more drink because I feel... The necessity. And let me throw mine back before we get into it. Go ahead. I, I, I feel like it's important. We are not encouraging alcoholism, by the way. And we are. <laughs> um, so, for the culture, we bring to you Tiffany Haddish and the Grammys. Man, oh So, man. recently she was asked to host the pre-show for the Grammys. Um, and with that being said, she was asked to do so pro bono. Yes. Without compensation. I was going to say. That means no money. No fucking coincidence. (laughs) And someone of her caliber, and I know some of you feel, there are mixed feelings on Tiffany Haddish, whether she's funny or not, whether she's extra or not. However, Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with her status, her celebrity, and whether she should be compensated for her services absolutely not so if you want to give us the background you can start it well i mean you you really described it really well so she was that's because i can read (laughs) she was invited to host what they call the pre-broadcast so you know whenever we see the award shows and they have the people on the red carpet and all those things and of course now because of the pandemic everything is virtual so they asked her to host this three-hour pre-broadcast, but they told her that she would receive no compensation, and not only would she not receive compensation, she also would have to prepare and spend her own money to take care of hair, makeup, and clothing or wardrobe for the entire three hours. And, you know, typically they change outfits. You know, you want to make sure your face is touched up because you're going to be on camera. So they want her to do all of this for free. What black woman you know doing that? What person do you know is doing that? That's ridiculous. I mean, they were trying to tell her that it can give her exposure, you know, they can add to her repertoire, blah, blah, blah. Since she was nominated for a Grammy last year. So what type of exposure? She has exposure. If she didn't have exposure, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't have asked. invited her to do it. That's what I was going to say. Because you want certain people to tune in. Absolutely, which is why you have certain exactly. hosts. So mm-hmm. you have certain hosts because you want certain people to tune in. But you're not going to compensate her for her status. No. And then going to tell her, you can put it on your fucking resume. No. Bitch, fuck you. Yeah. Okay, we sick of that. Mm-hmm. We come Pay overqualified. Me. Pay us. <laughs> right. We come overqualified mm-hmm. in, in everything that we do. And the fact that you would fucking degrade her, if you ask, insult yeah. her, if you ask me, um, 
and say no conversation. And and then, my bad, not even that, the history of it, because if anybody saw on social media, the president, the Academy Award president. The Grammy uh, president. Yeah, mm-hmm. Said um, it was done by a third party a talent a t- what did agency he say? that the talent he knew nothing agency. Of. Yeah, what, what? So he basically said that uh, I guess the talent agent who was inviting her to do it didn't consult with him before telling her that they wouldn't be compensating her and that she would be responsible for her hair, uh, makeup, and wardrobe. And he's a black man. But he he did agree that she wouldn't be compensated. He did. He did. And so, well, no, no, no. He 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 said that she wouldn't be compensated and was okay with it. But now he's coming out and saying that he's apologizing because of it and that Tiffany allowed him to have a conversation. But she said she felt like it was disrespectful. She was in it definitely was. um she was quoted in an article in Variety magazine and she said she felt like it was disrespectful and that she can't believe that other people were being asked to do the same thing. And and they weren't because um wasn't was that the Oscars or the Grammys that, what's his name? Kevin Hart was supposed to host. That was the Oscars. Okay, so mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to backtrack then because I was about to go off. You <laughs> I was about to go so, off. So basically their argument is that the Grammy Academy itself is a non-profit organization. And so they were saying that although CBS is hosting it, that they are not in charge of it. And so the Grammys were inviting her to host the pre-broadcast and that's why she wasn't paid because most people, you know, they do it pro bono. Okay. In nonprofit organizations, they still make the a coin. The staff mm-hmm. gets paid and they still make a coin. Okay. You might can't profit from the things that you do, but people are making coin in these nonprofits. However, the sponsorships or the donations get to that organization, you could have found some way for this lady to be compensated. Even if, and it sounds to me like she wasn't even necessarily pressed about being paid for the gig, but you won't even cover the hair, the makeup, and the wardrobe. I think it's that for me. It's it's, that. it's the least. That part. Um, I, I was watching this video on uh, Instagram the other day, and it was a black woman who is British, and she was talking about how she's sick of people wanting black women specifically to be grateful to be in these spaces. Like, Oh, you should be grateful because excuse me, you have a seat at the table. You better come. And the woman said, no, I'm interested in a banqueting hall so you can keep your table. And she says she's only grateful to the divine, not an institution. And I felt that on a deep level. And give it to me. Give it, give me some more. (laughs) Give me some more. Cause I, I'm trying to eat this piece of fruit, this alcoholic fruit. Um, it's healthy. It's good for you. I, I, yeah. It. I'm trying to allow this to calm me down. Yeah. Because this conversation is just, it's distasteful. And it's annoying because how many times are we going to have the same conversation over and over and over again? Why is it that it's a problem when you ask to be compensated for your time and your services? That is, it's that for me. And I don't even understand why in the year of our Lord 2020, we're still having this conversation. I mean, because realistically, would you have asked, I don't know, Amy Schumer to do the same? I'm sure no. Um, I know it's a no. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure you would have found some type of package that you could slide under some verbiage to get this lady paid. 
I'm going to tell you what they also use as an argument. So they said the previous year, so last year's Grammys, the woman who hosted the uh, pre-broadcast, her name is Imogen Heap, and she's like a sound engineer. And they were like, oh, she did it for free. And I'm like, so you're going to equate Tiffany Haddish, wow. who's making millions of dollars wow. to in movies, engineer. to a sound engineer who hosted it the previous year? No. It, that's a definite no for me as well. I'm full of no's, y'all. Did y'all I'm hear the okay pause? Did y'all hear the pause? <laughs> I wanted y'all to feel the pause. You want them to feel the feel pause. Feel the pause. Sorry. Because that, once again, this shit is ridiculous in 2020. You shouldn't be asking anybody to do anything for free at this juncture, especially when it's part of a business or service. Like, I'm not asking my friends to do anything for free in their businesses. And they aren't multi-million dollar folks doing things on television or on somebody's big screen it's not but this is her livelihood like and i understand so you know the goal especially for these actors and actresses is to get paid for their craft and for their services but this is her livelihood and it's a pandemic so you want her to take three hours out of her time to not be paid for it and not only to give service but to spend money to do it and and see, this is where diversity comes in, in, in the, the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And this is what pisses me off because now this black man has become the front man uh-huh. in issuing an apology to somebody because of the unknown, something that was unbeknownst to him, as he put it, allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. You know, because we're going to be big. Uh, we got to say allegedly, do air quotes so that we aren't sued for shit. Um, so he allegedly did not know about the offer to Tiffany. Mm-hmm. But he did know that the lack of compensation is a part of it. So this is something they do. Okay, so this is a regular thing. Yes. Not just for the sound engineer, because I thought that we were just speaking on that one no. case. No. Who else has hosted the fucking Grammys? I, I don't I, I, I don't know the last see, time I watched not- and I think that's the other thing. They're making a distinction between hosting the Grammys and between hosting whatever this pre-broadcast the pre-show, my is. Bad. But the pre-show. other thing that I said... No, you don't have to bring it down. Because the other thing I said is typically when they have these people do the pre-broadcast and the red carpet, mm-hmm. they work for another Correct. company or organization. Correct. And they are paid as part of their job responsibilities to host these events. So if you want someone like a celebrity to host it, why wouldn't you compensate them? So here's the petty punch. Sis. Okay. The petty punch is you should have called my ass if you wanted somebody <laughs> to do a pro bono. Okay. If well, you yeah, want- they should have because they shouldn't have called me. Yeah. Because I need coins. Call me. I, no, I'm saying for me, I put it on my resume. Let it be part of my repertoire. I can do it pro bono. I can do it for, you know, get my face on the tizzy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, so I can get out, put my name out there. But a fucking Tiffany Haddish? Right. Come on now. It's the disrespect. It's the disrespect. Mm-hmm. And that's it and that's all. It's I'm glad she say. said no. Um, she said it in a very tasteful way. She did allow the gentleman to have a conversation with her, and she told them, you know, she appreciated the invite, but at this time, she would decline. At this part of my career... It's a no for me. It's a no for me. That's you what see she how told I brought me. it down, y'all? You it's did. No she me. got real mellow. Because, <laughs> I mean, we know Tiffany. And Tiffany can be quite extra. Oh. She could be quite her extra. Her name is Tiffany Extra Haddish. That's how extra she is. I mean, her name is Tiffany. So, you know, she can I definitely. Can. Every Tiffany I know can go the fuck off. But she lives at all. <laughs> I think that's the part for me. Like, I struggle. Like, every everything is... 
I know that's not what we're talking about right now, but she's she's a lot for me. But even with all that said, yes. I don't care. This lady deserves to be compensated. Yes, yes. She transformed herself into one of excellence and elegance and came with a sophistication, a sophisticated rebuttal to why she did why she was not she did she she was very tasteful Uh uh-huh um in her decline yes and she didn't drag them like she could have she did not so but we're gonna drag them oh absolutely every Uh, chance we get when when was the last time you watched the grammys who (laughs) queen (laughs) e the person on the mic one i'm not even gonna hold you sis i haven't seen a grammy award show or an oscar award show in years years no years, years like a couple like five like like five or more five or like more. i don't I, okay. I mean i don't care i feel like they're bogus they're a joke you know the people who should be celebrated and should win they never do so I, so we wouldn't have seen tiffany haddish's ass anyway nah i wouldn't okay but it's the principle that's it's the principality true, true. that's true mm-hmm. but um yeah so the the audience they wanted her to bring to the table wouldn't have seen the shit in the first place i'm gonna go with a no okay it's, it's a lot of no's how many segments have we done thus far and people it's probably 90 percent no's at this no, point no no and no again mm-hmm. okay i enjoy it do you, you ever feel the no you know what i'm saying you gotta feel it well, here's another no for you. Oh, man. What's I know, because no? I know you're about to go up on 5,000 trillion. I may not. I mean, I probably will. You will. So, here we go. And now, sports section today. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, I know that neither one of us are watching NFL. For obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. We haven't watched football since pre-Colin yes, Kaepernick. It's been over four years yes, for me. pre-Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick. However, um, the topic of discussion this week on all social medias has been Jalen Hurts, who is the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, he recently <laughs> crossed and, and became... A member of mm-hmm. Omega Sci Fi. Yes, Fraternity Incorporated. He did. Um, all of us know exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but he scored his first touchdown, celebrated that Completion. touchdown uh-huh. on the sideline. Or was it in the end zone? I want to get it correct. No, I think he was, it on, was the on the sideline. Side I saw mm-hmm. it. It was on the sideline. And my man. Put out the tongue as the cues do. Mm-hmm. And he threw up the hook, though. And threw up the hook. Mm-hmm. Some sports journalists. Many sports journalists. Oh, I thought it was this one particular guy no. who tweeted. Okay. It was a lot of them. Oh, it was a lot mm-hmm. of them. So, I, of this one, I know <laughs> this one journalist who tweeted. <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> y'all, we gonna get y'all video soon so you can see these faces. Cause... We definitely gotta get y'all video. But he he pretty much stated that his celebration was of a liking to Gene Simmons from Kiss. Because, you know, back in the day, Gene was tongue out. Who even knows who Gene Simmons is? I'm Jalen Hurts doesn't. I'm, and I'm not even saying because he's black, but do you know how old he is? He doesn't know what the hell Kiss yeah. is. So, I'm he asking, probably thinks Gene Simmons is a lady. 
some um, I want to ask you because I haven't heard anything from his side from him. How you feel about the fraternity or the? No, I'm not going to say the the fraternity. The lack of black knowledge from all these W's who celebrate and employ the black athlete, but know nothing about the black culture. I mean, I'm sick of the shit. I, I, it's no other way. I've been over it, been, been. It's no other way to put that. The fact that the NFL is 80, 85, 90, I would even say 90% black. Yes. And I mean, I don't even know how many of them are a part of uh, a Greek organization. You're telling me that you don't know the difference between him celebrating, like throwing up a hook and sticking out his tongue and talking about him channeling his energy. energy Come on now. That doesn't even make sense. I mean, that doesn't even make sense for his age group. It did not. It did not. But see, maybe he just saw the tongue and didn't focus on the hand. I'm trying to figure out. It's an. I'm. I'm lying. This I'm, is. This devil's is advocate. Saying. You know I like it's, to play. It, you do. It's irresponsible journalism. Even even if we even if we we took other things out. My thing is it's happened too often. I mean, and not even just in the NFL and other sports. People celebrate all the time, and they do that. They pay homage to you know their clubs, their frats, their orgs, and stuff like that. So how do you not know that at this point? It's, it's disrespectful to me. And people keep saying, oh, it's not a big deal. But I just think it speaks to the bigger issue that, you know, they they want to capitalize off of who we are as black people. Come here. But they don't take the effort to get to know who we are. You know, it's cultural appropriation happening every every other second. You, you know what I'm saying? They take what they want from our culture, but then decide they can ignore the other things. Yeah, because I mean, cause I have read, time. reading the comments, it wasn't that big of a deal. Oh, a lot of people comments. said that. And then the only people that took offense to it were the Greeks. Mm-hmm. Specifically, France. And black France. I mean, because we... Black France, yes. I was going to say, when we talk about... Jalen Hurts in the fraternity, he's part of the Divine Nine. So we're talking about historically black fraternities and sororities, which might I add were created because black people were not allowed to join the majority white fraternities and sororities. Correct. You know, I always got a history lesson. You better throw it in there. I'm just saying. But, no, I'm sorry. It looked like you were going to say No, I mean, I think I'm just over, I'm over it all. It's irritating to me at this point. And it's like we talk about the same shit over and over again. Yeah, and that that leads me to, I I still don't understand how people are watching. People of my complexion are still watching. Are we having that conversation now? We're not going to go there now. Oh, because I was going to say that that could be a whole... Another two hours. Okay. That will be another two hours. And, um... So, so to wrap it up, we're okay. saying that these journalists, if they're going to be covering these sports that include these beautiful uh, black men and women, they need to get hip to the game. Have your, have your references make sense. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. I mean, because his age group, once again, will know nothing Gene about this. would Gene, make no sense, It would make no sense, period. Even if he was a young white guy, it wouldn't make sense. Relevance is the key word here. Come on here. All right. So, was that a, something else you wanted to discuss in Out of Bounds? I did want Bring to highlight, I'm so super excited about this. Um, I did want to highlight that Deion Sanders, you know, Hall of Famer, NFLer, um, 
he is the new coach at Jackson State University, which is a HBCU. Woo-woo. And his son, who uh, is graduating from high school this year, will be joining the football team there. So that's exciting. Uh-huh. Um, but also his older son, who is a member of the football team at University of South Carolina, is also transferring over there. So I'm really excited because... One, it brings exposure to Jackson State. It brings exposure to an HBCU. And I really think we need to start having those conversations about, you know, talented young people instead of always going to these, you know, well-known Division One schools like, you know, the Dukes and the, you know, North Carolinas and, you know, the Syracuse, the Kentucky, all that. And not that, that they're not good schools and they don't give exposure to those young people. But if we had those talented young people go to these HBCUs, then those schools would get the same exposure. And see, I agree with you there. Because I, I, I had this experience myself. I think they sell us a, not think, they sell us a dream. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they target um, these inner city kids or youth who need a way out. And their way out is for them to get that exposure at these predominantly white schools. And then, you know, get those chances to get to the major leagues, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, something in the sports arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I had that experience myself. I went to an all-black high school, all-black Catholic high school, and HBCUs weren't sold to me. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely Like you weren't wasn't. even encouraged to... I was not encouraged to, to even explore the option. And we mm-hmm. have them here in Baltimore, but it was, you need to get away from Baltimore, which I tell my kids as well. Not saying that you shouldn't have to go to a, an HBCU, but in order for you to get you know, some, some sort of, sort of exposure, you need to go to a school who has the backing, the support, um, their games are televised, right. you know, that you're looking for the free money, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and that typically does not come from these black schools. If you're looking to go division one. Well, and I mean, it can't because if you don't get the talent to go there, then you don't get the endorsements, you don't get the support, you don't get the resources for them to make that type of money. So it's never going to happen if we don't get those who are talented to go to those schools. Now, I do believe Howard University right now has a top 20 basketball player um, going to their school. So, I mean, that's a good look. And honestly, I feel like if more, you know, young people who are, you know, the top in the country, if they decide to go to HBCU, it's going to give them more exposure. They can get more money. The games will be televised. They go. can get more money. Sponsorship. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Get more it's, money. it's a cycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is for whatever reason, um, there's this distinction between division one at a predominantly white school Mm -hmm. and division one at um an hbcu and Mm -hmm. of course because the conferences are packed with the major predominantly white schools right then that's where the biggest competition is Mm -hmm. and you if you're the best you want to play against the best right and the best is not going to be at an hbcu so Um, they think so they think correct so they think Mm -hmm. correct um but i guess it's put out to these athletes these young athletes myself included that when you go to an hbcu or a smaller school i'll just say smaller school Mm -hmm. because that's how it was sold to me when you go to a smaller school you pretty much are the star of the team 
and big you, fish in a little you're pond. the big fish in a little pond and so everything is on you you aren't winning any championships you i mean yeah you might come up with the most points in school's history and and you know be the highlight scoring 50 and 40 points 40 and 50 points a night but doing that at one of the bigger schools gives you the better option to do things post collegiate sports and see i i'm I beg to differ. And I'm going to say that because it's all about networking. And at this point in the game, it's not necessarily what you know, but who you know. And so I understand while you might have, you know, larger exposure, if you will, if you're at that school, you can still get exposed. I mean, hell, if you go to Coppin right now, Juan Dixon is the head coach of the basketball team and his wife is on Real Housewives. That's exposure right there. I'm not saying it's great exposure. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if we if we want to talk about things like that, Coppin is a Division One school. You know what I'm saying? Or even my college, like, yes, we're Division Two, but we've won the the championships in multiple sports. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can still get that exposure. There are still things you can do. You can still network. You never know who knows who. Well, on on when with saying that, we need these recruiters, these talent people to go to these games if mm-hmm. they're not being televised to go sit in these games um for hbcus and make sure that they see the talent mm-hmm. because if it's not televised that's true you can't see them yeah so we need the people on the next level to also have some type of affiliation with HBCU. So it, it needs to be corrected on many levels. We also need these people who rep these HBCUs to <clears throat> Diddy. We also need them to do more than be ready to turn up. And I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to be in his pockets. I don't know what type of philanthropy he does in terms of the school. But, I mean, think about if you get uh, Diddy to sponsor Howard and he donates money, and you get Jay-Z to choose another HBCU, and they go back and forth, like, who can, you know what I'm saying? I like the idea, sis, but I'm laughing because <laughs> Diddy doesn't give me athlete, and nothing about Diddy says he can put a ball in, I know, but I'm just laughing because <laughs> I'm trying to see him. If partying was a sport, <laughs> my nigga got it. That's I'm gonna go on. I'm trying to picture Diddy running down a basketball man. court. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't believe I want to see that. Oh, that <laughs> might be the most unorthodox shit. I don't ever. I don't want to see that. You don't want to see that. Mm-mm. I don't want to see Jay Z do anything. I was going to say that. Either. Oh my god, He's this nigga almost awkward. Yes, I mean he can't even jump out the boat. Like oh, shit. billionaires are awkward. I guess That's clearly, clearly. Um, so yeah, so we we need we need the sponsorship behind it. We need people who have well, celebrities, people of status who have attended HBCUs, you know, to do more like you said philanthropy, mm-hmm. um, to get these schools exposure and get them money and sponsorship and things of that nature, so they can be looked at as top schools. Yeah, and I mean, I feel, I feel like you have. A lot of these HBCUs will recruit these students, but because of the lack of exposure that the HBCU gets, the student oftentimes doesn't go for that school. Correct. Chris Broussard, um, you know, who's a, a sports analyst, he talked about that as well. Uh, he and his family, they all attended different HBCUs, and he talked about how we really need to encourage these athletes to go to HBCUs to get more exposure. Because it's like, 
they don't want to go to the school because they don't get exposure, not realizing if they go to the school, the school will get, get exposure. the exposure Correct. that they need. So. You know, because they, they just trying to get their hoop dreams on. It's about them getting into the NBA, and nobody from Coppin has gone to the NBA. That's just a statement. That's, that they, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just their, their that's outlook their thought process. Yeah. Um, But I will say that a graduate of Virginia Union University, Charles <laughs> Played for the New York Knicks. We better plug it. So he went to an HBCU that's not even a Division One, but a Division Two school, mm-hmm. and he went to the NBA. So it's it's, it's more possible. than possible. It's realistic. Um, so. we just need to be selling that on the high school level too. Facts. Or actually, before then, AAU and middle school, because that's Listen, when people are getting signed. Coach Kyler Perry from Kentucky will go to any hood, any whatever that's he what needs talking. to. He, I mean, he's he's come to St. Francis multiple times. Very true. To recruit players. Very so true. it can be done. It can be done. And it has been done. But we just have to we have to make uh we have to make sure that these HBCUs look more attractive to these students. Correct. All right, y'all. So I'm I'm in my feelings a little bit. Oh no. I'm in my feelings because when we debuted, we debuted as for this segment specifically, we oh. debuted as <laughs> Homie Lover Friend. And of course, as promised, we put it out there, ask the people to speak, and the people have spoken. The people have spoken. And so now the name of this segment will be changed from Homie Lover Friend to Love Jones. I got a Love Jones for your body and your skin Hey, five minutes alone, I'm already on the boat. Yes! Or, I got a Love Jones. Yes, hit those high notes. Better hit these all right because uh, we we're gonna give Lorenz and Ned a prop. Listen, I mean, that is of the 90s. I'm the blues That's what, in your left eye. You, you better come trying to be the funk in your right. How many times you watched that movie? Is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> more than enough. It's more there was smoking enough. in that movie, though. It wasn't, yeah, sexy. I, did, I didn't like the smoking, it but smoking. it was like the whole open mic, black artsy yeah. scene was definitely yeah. a vibe. Yeah, you see Lorenz take right now. Still fine. Okay. As Frog said. We ain't gonna talk about it. You see, baby, I wanna be everything to you. You know, I wanna be your father. I wanna be your friend. I wanna be your lover. I wanna be your uncle, your aunt, your mama, your puppy. But you gotta believe in me, baby. Because we just mentioned sex. Because um, I talk about it. If y'all seen, I think it was yesterday, day before yesterday, my nigga plies. This when is I your t- home <laughs> When I tell y'all I love me some plies, baby. I want y'all to, if you do not follow plies, I'm plugging this nigga. He got way more money than me. If you do not follow plies, please do so. This nigga is off the chain. He's hilarious. He's so funny. the other day he took the social media. And he was real serious. That's how he always starts out. He starts out real fucking serious. He reels you in. He pretty much got on there saying that he wants to change his profession. Oh, so what, Pertel? <laughs> if anybody knows Plies, he is a rapper. He got on there real serious, stating that for the last three days, he has awakened with something on his mind. Okay. And he really needs to think of a master plan and get into this shit and see how he can make it happen. And what is he trying to make happen, sis? He don't know what to call it, sis. He doesn't know what to call it. Okay. But he wants to know how he can throw the dick. In a circle? In a circle. Okay. Up and down. Side to side. All around. However you... His words were however you want to order it. <laughs> okay? <laughs> however you want to order the D, 
You can order the day. Okay. He is willing to do this from the time he gets up to the time he goes to bed. He's willing to travel with the dick. He's going to do it from state to state. So he got long-lasting mobile dick is what he you're telling me. He will give it to you at work, at home, in a drive-thru. And he wants to come up with this master plan and also want to know from the people, what should it be called? Prostitution. <laughs> That's exactly what the fuck? What do you so, mean? You know, I was here for the comments. I was here, first of all, I was hot. Because you really get into it and you really think he's something, there's something wrong or something is serious in, of nature that he's going to speak of. And then he reels you in and drops some shit like that. Like he just wants to throw the dick every day all day. He wants to be a prostitute. And make money for it. That- I mean, that's what that is. So in the it's comments, the oldest profession in the world. Blas <laughs> wants to be a sex worker. Yeah, y'all. He wants to be a sex worker. It probably will work out much better than his rap career, to be truthfully honest. Well, 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 because you know, for some reason, the, the following he has makes him a pretty penny. I got plenty money. Because you know that busted baby and all. Now he he mm-hmm. came with some hits that were very commercial. He can't do no verses, y'all. So don't even no, don't get it don't in even think about it. He definitely Tim can't and do Swiss that. do not listen <laughs> to this fucking conversation. I mean, listen to it, but d- skip this part because Ply should not be on the verses. So, first of all, because you know that's all he talks about in every lyric, every song of his is about him giving that shit to you, however okay. way you want it. I don't think I want it from Ply. So I was I, I was just about to ask you that. Okay, so you answered that question. So now, in general. Can you date a sex worker, sis? Can you can date you? A, a prostitute? Can you date a prostitute, sis? Can you? <laughs> Why are you going to bring it here? You don't answer a question with a question. Can you, you do. Can you date a sex worker? I mean, I'm sure you can. No, you specifically. Oh, no. We're not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Listen, shout out to the sex workers. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think it's for me, you know. Me in my house, but that's that's professional pain. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But so they, see, they they didn't been through enough bitches or whomever to to know how to give it to you. This is the thing. Okay. I don't like people. I feel like I said this last time. <laughs> the people listening, I love y'all, but other folk, I I just you know what I'm saying. They where are they going? You know what? to sling it? Are they are they showering? Are they? You know, doing a detox once they finish. Like, I just feel like it's too much. Just you can order online. However you go and whatever selection you make is what you're going to get. No, but so you're you want saying, him to can be... I be with it? So I would need to order it because mine should be ready made. Right, like, I did say that. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, when I he come home to you, no when he come home to you, he it's his regular new t- routine. He's a normal human being. So you already dealing with somebody who's cleanly. No. Then he talking about he he going state to state. He going to be mobile. He give it to him in the morning and <laughs> the afternoon and then in the evening. And what you got left for me? <laughs> I don't want the little when you come home. <laughs> you don't want, I don't want that. You don't want that one minute man? Nah. It, it ain't even about that. But it's like, do you have the energy? Like, is this exciting? You've been slinging dick all day. So, Okay. I really do want to know from male people. They want to know from you. They, Are you dating they, a sex worker? I'm not dating a fucking sex worker. And let me tell you this. She said it like she was. No, I, what I was, because I was going to build up to it. I wanted to give y'all a story because y'all know I'm famous for being in the club 
watching the strippers throw the thing around, them picking me up. See, I'm just thinking about the sweat put, of multiple people. Everybody that is, don't sweat. Everybody does not sweat like if that. If they're not sweating, it's unhealthy because that's how you release Queen the toxins. Queen I, I'm just saying. Back in my heyday. Okay. You can see me on, I'm pretty sure, multiple videos with erotico, hot ass, <laughs> SOS. <laughs> um, oh. For people who are unfamiliar, these are well-known strippers in the Baltimore area. <laughs> you can you can see them with me in their arms in the air or some some. So these are the these are the the, the male strippers who know how to do the, the tricks. They do the everything because you know so. it's lazy male strippers no. now. They just take the dick out, swing it once or twice, and mm-hmm. call it a day. So I've never been entertained by that. I need a true dancer, someone okay. who gives you the full package. So you talking about Chris Brown slinging pink? There you go. Okay. 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 So when he you want an eight count? I want it all. Okay. <laughs> And so I, I say that to say, when I ask this question, we're not talking about male entertainment. We're not talking about dancers, strippers. We're talking, talking about, about straight slinging. Somebody that's straight slinging that shit. Okay. And that is who comes home to you day in and day out. So for me to answer your question, it's a fucking no. For real, for real, a lot of y'all dating sex workers and don't know. That's very true. they're not getting paid for it, is what it is. Huh, huh. They work in the sex, but they not sex workers, because they not... Okay. Well, and, and, on the other side of that, there are a lot of women out here taking care of deadbeat niggas. So you are dating a sex worker. Because you are You worker. supporting it, because you only here for the day. And that mm. is what makes you happy. So can you do that in your daily life? Let's let's take sex worker out. Can you support a nigga who got the good D? Oh, that was a question. Uh, oh yeah, don't she now she her head is down. She's not paying any attention. The <laughs> eyes are down. Yes, sis, this is for you. This is not for the people. This is this is I'm, I'm gonna go with dialogue. A no. I'm gonna go with a no on the sex worker, and I and I'm not saying that because I think there's anything wrong with it. Listen, get your coins, protect yourself, wrap it up, get tested regularly every six months. This is not just for the sex workers. This is for everyone. You know, do your thing, but I'm good. I'm no, good. Not supporting a nigga either. No, but In he's throwing it. But he's throwing it. That's cool. Why not support that, throw that, throw that, him? Why can't he just that. come over? And then go about his merry way. Because when he go about his merry way, he's at his mama's house or his boy's house. Or Let somebody. him be there. I'm I, I'm sorry. I'm not making the connection between <laughs> me having to support this person. And I, I don't get it. So you can't be in a relationship with someone who either throws it for a living. That's their livelihood. Or, Which is fine for them. Can't bring much to your table, but they gr- they throw the good D. No. <laughs> Just plain no. <laughs> I have my own table. I have my own food to put on it. I do not need any help with the tables. When so, we go live with video. <laughs> I just want to tell you if I'm just I'm ooh. just saying everybody's entitled to their opinion. I'm just gonna go with the no. Okay. I, I feel like I feel like for me, you know, the idea of 
you know, dating or maintaining a relationship with a sex worker, I feel like that would be inviting drama that I'm not here for. Okay. I'm a drama-free kind of person. I don't, I don't want any of their affairs getting upset or I don't want their phone going off all times of the day and night. You mm-hmm. know, let's just say we, we out kicking it, we doing something. It is hours. And you got to stop. But niggas don't respect your hours. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have time. I'm at the movie, <laughs> and this nigga got to go sling the dick. Like, I don't have the time. We at dinner having sausage, he got to go sling it. I don't have the time. His website is not going to have that time available when he's going out on a date with you. Do you think people care? Because if the dick (laughs) is as good as you saying it is and he's slinging it, these people not going to give a good guy Fuck this topic. Fuck it. (laughs) I'm just telling you. We are moving on. Relax, relate, release. Because that's what we need at this very moment. I'm just telling you. Relax, relate, release. And then relax, relate, release. <laughs> relax, relate, release. Yes. This segment, we are going to get serious for a quick moment. We just, you know, we just want you to be mindful. That's just all. mindful moment. And our mindful moment is don't let anyone steal your joy. Come on here. That plain and simple. Okay, give it. Listen. People are not responsible for your joy. They didn't give it to you, and so they shouldn't be able to take it away from you. That's what my Jesus said. Ooh, you better tell them. That's so, what my I mean, Jesus said. I mean, and that's, I feel like that's really just a life lesson. Like, you really need to be mindful of who and what you give your energy to. And then if you have joy in your life, then it shouldn't be able to be stolen from you or taken from you. So that, I mean, that's just it, and that's just all. And I've been finding myself telling people that lately. Um, especially with people I've been dealing with when it comes to some of the businesses. But on the opposite side, those same affiliations have tried to disrupt Mm. my joy. And so I find myself, you know, trying to step back, breathe for a second, pause, and then bring myself back to the place in which I know I'm capable of exuding that positive energy that flavor that yes, bubbly me you know for the rest of the day or the rest of that moment um that requires my my personality and my my character to shine i'm here for it so yeah everybody that's our mindful moment don't let anyone steal your joy because my jesus said yes you see what jesus i'm saying said. that's what you said mm-hmm. i feel like i should pass around the collection please. do it yes. all black everything who are you rooting for tonight I'm rooting for um, everybody black. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Betting on black tonight. Yes, yeah, so uh, today's All Black Everything, we really want to highlight uh, the three black geniuses who have the highest IQs in the world. Hey. Yes, their names are Romarni Wilford, Anala Beavers, and Alana George. You better plug them. Yes, so Romarni actually has an IQ of 162. Um, which is higher than uh, Albert Einstein's and Stephen Hawking's. No more talk he's, of Albert. Yes, he's 16, and he is a member of Mensa uh, as Fuck well. E equals MC squared. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Anala Beaver, she has an IQ of 145. Oh. Um, and so, so they're in the same household. You said Beavers twice, right? No. Oh, Wilford and Beavers. Wilford and Beavers. <laughs> and okay. then George, yeah. I thought so, I was about to say, come through, siblings. <laughs> so, uh, Beavers. 
um, I believe she is uh, 11 at this point. And so she has an IQ of 145. And then Alana George, she has an IQ of 140. And so they're all um, members of Mensa. She's actually the youngest member. Alana is the youngest member of Mensa. So these are three, um, you know, black young people who have the highest I IQ scores. So I love it. We out here winning. The world will have you believe we're not smart, but huh. we can do it all. We do it all. Yes, absolutely. So shout out to them and their parents. Yes, and hopefully they attend an HBCU. Yes, You see on. what I'm saying? You see how that goes? You know what I'm saying? Because the school can be recognized for... Having a Mensa member. How you do it. I love it. Okay. Awesome. So congratulations. It's not even really congratulations because they Congratulate. just... Congratulations. You better oh. sing it. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, I thought it would have been me. It, it actually was me. I don't think I've just actually had the opportunity to be tested for my... Oh, but you got it. You yeah, think you got that 165? I know I'm smart as fuck. Okay. You're okay. smart. Yeah, I'm smart. Okay. You is smart. You is you kind. You is kind. You is important. You better tell them. Yeah. But y'all better keep doing your thing. Um, Of course, no one can steal your joy because you out here just living and doing big things. Doing the damn thing. Last but not least, we have our petty punch. Ladies, now let's get information. Give me a P. Give me a E. Give me a T T Y. I'm petty. All the I'm so excited to share this. She always Yo. wants to come through on the petty fucking <laughs> pun. Yo, she waits until the last segment of the show. It gives me such joy. <laughs> she she this is her shit. I live. And I'ma start it off just because I know she's about to. She's not gonna let me live this down for reasons that will be exposed one it day. ain't your fault sis it's not my I'm, fault i mean i'm I'm just gonna start out by saying the nigga is great at what he does <laughs> <laughs> on on both literally right <laughs> so anytime a nigga got, anytime a nigga disclaimer. Gotta explain it it's a disclaimer before it comes oh, you shit. already know so allegedly let me start there air quotes allegedly fucking jamal bryant is still cheating with whomever his significant other is because he's he's <clears> not married <throat> at this point. So this story comes from the Real Housewives of the Potomac, Potomac. Mm-hmm. where uh one of the cast members Monique Samuels brought a binder. A literal binder. Like a real a notebook. If that ain't some petty shit, I'm I'm proud. She brought a binder of receipts to organized. <laughs> categorized. <laughs> To Jamal Bryant's ex-wife, Giselle, Giselle, mm-hmm. to let her know that this nigga is out here still being the what was the name given to Pastor him? Pastor Dickum Dad. Pastor Dickum Dad. <laughs> so as you can see, Queen is elated. Some of let her get into this shit right and now. And let me let me say this: I'm not elated that this is what this woman is experiencing. By no means am I saying no. That. It's not about that. But I just want to go on record and say that this is the level of petty to which I aspire. (laughs) I want to have, I want to have the time. First of all, how the hell does she have the time? Like this bitch been working on this, like a dissertation. She had a literal binder full of receipts. Uh I mean, she had them things in order by conversation, by date. And so even though I don't, I don't particularly watch the, the real housewives show, 
apparently Giselle been going around judging everybody in their relationships, telling people what they should and shouldn't be doing. <laughs> she was helping Juan Dixon pick out a ring for Robin and all this shit. She got all these opinions. And you messing with this nigga who's slinging dick here, there, and everywhere. So they still mess with each other? She's so, not at this time still fucking this nigga. There's no way. So, I, I mean... She the is. clips that she they is. have shown, she is. you know, Jamal came, he was here in Baltimore for something whenever the show w- was taped, and they were talking about, you know, rebuilding their family, and oh. apparently the daughters that they share are not on board. Oh. Like, they don't really seem like they rock with this guy. Oh. So, either way... His own daughters. His own daughters. Either way, you know, some of the receipts in the binder that Monique... <laughs> brought to the reunion show showed him telling this woman in Atlanta that he's dating who is supposedly pregnant showed him telling her they were just doing it for reality TV that he had no intention of getting back with Giselle and they were just doing it for reality TV and Monique Samuels went even petty air and said Oh, you want me to read the phone number out? Is it 410? They had to bleep it out because this baby read the phone number in its entirety. And Giselle just sat there looking stuck on stupid. And she said, yes, that's his number. So I'm just going to go on record and say, that's the pettiest shit I've ever heard in my life. This baby bought a binder full (laughs) of receipts. And Jamal Bryant, let's be clear, your pastor, hello. Oh, man. This this is why she said I wasn't going to let her live it down, y'all. There we go. Your pastor is a prolific speaker. We're not going to hold that against him. He is. However, he is a holy whore, as the lady said on the Real Housewives reunion. And he is slinging it here and everywhere. He was slinging it in Baltimore. He's slinging it in ATL. He probably slings it everywhere he goes. And at this point, it's like, what you doing? He's a sex worker. Uh, this is what I'm going to say. Because he, he is getting paid for this shit. He's because a he's, he, his That's his MO right now. Mm-hmm. And he's getting paid off of all these pastors. Him, the Atlanta pastor, a couple other pastors, who are known for digging, digging down people. Okay. He's obviously great at what he does, literally. I'm, I'm, and I'm not talking about him being the prolific speaker that he is. I am speaking to his bedroom activities. It is clear that he keeps, and he getting young bitches. Now, is he, he getting them because of his notoriety and the coins? Because we, I mean, we're not even going to lie about it. He's getting a pretty penny he is to be the pastor of this church in Atlanta. He is. This is Eddie Long's church. Uh-huh. So, we already know they came with some issues. But so, you're saying since he's not a good looker, that he's getting it because of his Well, Montees? no, I, I wasn't even going to say that. You're correct, though. It's accurate <laughs> that he is not. But what I'm saying is, Lord forgive is me. there even proof that he is slinging it well? Like, because niggas will sling bad dick. Like, that's not... They definitely will. Niggas sling bad dick on a regular. They so will. it could be that it's not necessarily good. But think about the exposure that you can get and, and the things you have access to connecting with him. What? The Holy Word? You're getting a good Bible verse, a good sermon? This nigga is flying on private jets. I mean, he's got coins, he's got cars, he's got, I mean. I mean, are you going to risk it all for the herpes, for the HIV? Atlanta is the... risking it all to go to the You're club, right. baby. Right. So they, I'm sure they would. You know what? You, you put me in my place. I'm quite certain. You put me in my place. 
I'm just letting you know. So now my eyes are open. Your eyes are open. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope you can receive this petty punch that I've poured today because I just want to be that petty in my life, y'all. I really do. I want to have a binder full of receipts. A binder. To just have on hand. I mean, baby couldn't even get no words out. Monique Samuels was at the ready. And okay? you know what? I have to go watch the show in its entirety. I'm going to have to you at this ha- point. When somebody brings a binder and say, bitch. Yeah. It's no, you can't make no, this shit up. Mm-mm. It's no getting around it. Mm-hmm. Nothing you, you can't, nothing. Nothing this, that you try and, to get And at. look, these are messages someone sent to her. Okay, so, so this how bad it is. The girlfriend of Jamal Bryant was sending messages back and forth with, excuse me, Monique. Monique has screenshots that the girlfriend took of her conversations with Jamal. That's how she knew the phone number. Yes. That's how she knew the phone number. She said, is his phone number uh, 410-642-38910? Okay. So she was trying to get a plug on the show too then. I don't know what she was trying to do, but it could be that he is now slinging his dick somewhere else. I don't <laughs> that, know. You know what? Pastor Dickum Down could have moved on. Pastor Dickum Down is one for the books. I'm going to put that in the um, Perpetually Petty Dictionary. Put that in the um, Rolodex. That we have to use that again. Pastor sure Dickum Down. And I, I, we right know about here. at least five. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, not only from Baltimore, but we know at least five who are out there. And please, luckily y'all don't have shows because Monique will get to whatever the piece is and make sure she develops a binder. I'm, and I'm going to tell you. establish a binder for you as well. Monique is a prime example of somebody who has been laying in wait. Niggas been there getting on her, dragging her, and she was just waiting for the opportunity, there baby. And she, she was shining like a diamond. Boom. She <laughs> laid that <laughs> she, shit down. She dropped that whole binder, baby. Fuck that all of y'all. <laughs> Fuck Fuck all all of those. Those. <laughs> uh, yeah so with that being said we let y'all know that patty punch is always the last segment of the episodes yeah and feel free to submit you know things that you see that you feel are worthy of petty punch you can always oh, that's nice. share um you know and recommend things on our ig page again that's at perpetually petty llc yeah, so we hope that you all have enjoyed the second episode of... Episode two in the book Of Perpetually Petty. Um, I am Petty P. I'm Queen E. And as always, have an awesome week. Be petty on purpose, Be y'all. Be petty on purpose, y'all. <laughs> See ya. Peace out. <laughs>